0: Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie, where I don't care if you have a diagnosis or you don't. I will teach you how to figure out the cause of your symptoms and health concerns, not just plaster a name next to it and give you a pill to manage it. So today we're going to talk about hormones. Once again, part three of all things hormones. You're going to have to excuse me because I'm not feeling the greatest. But I made a commitment, and I'm going to stick with my commitment because more confidence is gained when you stick with your commitments. So here I am. All of our family's been sick for the last couple of days. No, it's not COVID-related, and I don't even care to get tested for it. Probably shouldn't say that out loud. But anyways, my voice isn't the greatest. I'm here because you need to know about hormone testing. There's a lot of different options out there when it comes to testing hormones, let's sort through all of the madness. Before we get into the hormone testing specifically, be sure that you get additional blood work. Your hormones might be a piece of the puzzle. They are oftentimes a piece of the puzzle, but that's just it. One piece. Your hormones are one system in a remarkable body with multiple systems that play effect on each other. It's not just your hormones playing a role all by themselves. It's not just your thyroid hanging out all by itself. It's not just your adrenals hanging out all by itself. Your endocrine system is pretty special, but it can also be inhibited by other components. So, One of the biggest questions I always get asked is what type of labs do I recommend? Now, if you're listening to this, write this down because you're going to need to know these labs. Ready? A CBC with differential. That by far is the most valuable lab you can get. That one lab is gold. If you know how to read it correctly. Most of the time people get a CBC with diff. The CBC with diff tells you if your body's fighting underlying chronic issues or even acute issues. But most of the time, when you get this lab test result back, or when people, when doctors take this originally, it's just to rule out ugly things. And you want it to come back normal. That's the problem. We want normal labs. Because if they're not normal, then we have some type of disease going on. Whereas normal versus ideal, that's another story. So get the CBC with diff. Make sure it's with differential. A CBC without differential is ultimately worthless. In the long run, you can get some information out of it. Like if you are fighting an infection and how is your body's ability to use B vitamins or are you iron anemic or iron deficient? That's coming from a regular CBC. The differential portion tells you if you are fighting an infection, what type is it? And I get really aggravated when the differential portion is left off. It doesn't happen often, but it happens sometimes. And it makes me furious because it's just a different checkbox to mark on the order form. So CBC with diff, metabolic panel, You can find things like adrenal fatigue inside that, what the vitamin D status is, and a whole bunch of other good stuff like leaky gut, if they're read correctly. CBC with Diff, metabolic panel. I like to have lipid panels as well because lipid panels ultimately are going to tell you three things. If you have a bad lipid panel and your doctor is like, maybe we should think about getting you on a statin. Think about these three things that cause bad lipid panels. Cholesterol panels, I should say. Same thing. Thyroid, blood sugar, inflammation. Those are the three key factors that can lead to a bad lipid panel. Cholesterol, triglycerides, HDL, LDL, all that fun stuff. Along with a lipid panel, get a complete thyroid panel. TSH doesn't cut it. TSH is one piece of the system. One piece of the thyroid puzzle. You need all the pieces if you're going to have a complete puzzle piece or a complete puzzle, I mean. CBC with diff, metabolic panel, lipid panel, thyroid panel, and that specifically for me includes TSH, free T3, free T4, TPO, and TG antibodies. Next up, I always like people to get some blood sugar markers. So your blood glucose and your A1C. And then in addition, get some vitamin D. It's always good to know where your vitamin D status is at. And if you need to know the superpowers of vitamin D, go back and be sure you catch that podcast episode. Vitamin D is the one thing I will always take. And even though I am currently taking it along with all my family, the human body is not invincible. No matter how many times I want to think that we are sometimes especially being a type A go-getter personality, it can still crash. And I've experienced that with my family the last few days, despite the vitamin D we have been taking. But vitamin D has superpowers. Use it to your benefit. And then on top of all that, get the hormones. And when I say get the hormones, I mean get all the hormones. I can You can pinpoint low testosterone if you think you have low libido, which a lot of women do, and men, I should say. I even had a, a 17-year-old boy, his testosterone was like in the 400s. Like, oh, buddy, we should have your age, it should be like, you know, around 1,500. So it's very depleted. But I also found underlying viral infection with him that was causing some major depression. And the previous functional medicine doc he had worked with, if you can call them that, I should say, functional medicine requires more than just going to a couple seminars. It is in-depth. It requires thinking. It's not just something that you can trust. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Actually, I do, but I'm trying to be very particular about how I say it so I don't offend people. because I love functional medicine. I've given my whole heart to it because I've seen the power that functional medicine has when it's done right. Let's just say that. I have a podcast episode called Functional Medicine is Powerful When It's Done Right. Go check it out. I think it's like way back in the early stages, like on episode 20, because it can be powerful, but eliminating food sensitivities isn't functional medicine. It's a great place to start but it's not a great place to end. There's a whole lot more to help than just what you put in your mouth. Okay, there's your labs. CBC with Diff, metabolic panel, lipid panel, thyroid panel, blood glucose, and A1C, vitamin D, and get all the hormones. Testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, cortisol. We're gonna talk about these in depth because there are multiple ways you can get hormones. Some ways are better than others. Some hormone samples are better than others. So as we're talking about these, this blood work, let's just talk about blood work specifically. Like if you were to go over and get your gynecologist or your OBGYN or your regular primary care doc, um, order some blood work or better yet, any of the hormone facilities out there across the world, make sure that they run all of the puzzles, puzzle pieces. You might have low testosterone. But only getting the testosterone marker is not getting you a full puzzle. It's getting you one piece of your puzzle. Testosterone, estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, a full cortisol panel. And a cortisol panel cannot be accurately measured in blood. Cortisol is something that you need to know the moment you have it, the moment it's taken in your blood. I should say the moment that they take the lab sample, you need to know exactly what that level is. And the way to do that is with saliva, your spit. Your saliva identifies cortisol levels in the immediate when you take the hormone sample. A cortisol level through your blood is very, I mean, it's okay. Sometimes I just have to throw them out when I look at blood work. One, because it's blood. And two, and two, when they take those cortisol samples, you're only getting one of them throughout the day. That's when you get your blood drawn. It's usually when you're fasting. So first thing in the morning. And that's when you want your cortisol levels to be the highest. They're at the peak in the morning so you can wake up and get going for your day. Then they drive, they drop off So at nighttime, they're the lowest, and that allows you to be able to fall asleep. When you only have one sample taken throughout the day, you can't identify what your cortisol curve is. So yes, getting a cortisol through blood work is better than nothing at all, but it's really not that many pieces to your cortisol puzzle. That makes sense. So regular blood work is better than nothing. But it's not the best. In my opinion, and with all the labs that I've seen and all the labs I've been trained in, the ZRT panel is by far the best. It's the most accurate way to identify your hormone status. And I love ZRT. It's a lab testing company that is based out of Beaverton, Oregon, which is right in my area where I used to live. I used to live in Portland, Oregon when I was going to school and Beaverton is just through the tunnel. If I knew it was over in Beaverton, I might have went and hung out and saw the back scenes when I lived there, but I didn't know it existed over there. So ZRT is my hormone panel of choice. And here's the reason why. One, it's a home test kit. So if you are a practitioner like myself, you can get these test kits. In fact, you can actually have them branded for you private labeled branding these test kits so that's kind of cool from a practitioner standpoint you can use those and you can ship them to anybody in let's see anybody in the world I guess technically everything that you need is inside the kit shipping labels everything now, the reason why I like ZRT so much is because it's two different types of samples. And these samples are very, very accurate. One is a blood finger prick. So there's little finger prickers inside the test kit. I think each test kit comes with two of them. So one doesn't get enough blood. You can get the other one and it is a spot test. So they have a little form. It's like the size of a three by five index card. And you put the blood spots on that form. You put everything back in the kit, you ship it directly off to the lab, the lab handles it all, and then the lab will then identify or, I should say, notify the practitioner that the results are in. The practitioner will pull up their account and see those results. The way that those results are portrayed is also very easily readable and accurate. They have everything from seeing the actual number to a graph on specific age. In correlation with the hormone because as you all ladies all know our hormones change throughout the age our age process and in addition to all the back behind the scenes from zRT stuff the blood spot is the most accurate way to get lab tests for hormones done now I said there were two samples right two different types of samples in ZRT kit the first one is that finger prick for the blood sample. That will get everything from estrogen, to testosterone, progesterone, DHEA. And if you would like to add in a second component to that, you can add in their cardiometabolic profile. So, practitioners, coaches, those of you who are listening, I order the female comprehensive profile one, and I try to order the cardiometabolic profile on top of it with the vitamin D. When you run those three things, you're getting all the hormones including a full thyroid panel. Now, the one fallback that I have with ZRT is that they, and I I haven't ordered it in such a long time. So I believe they have the TG antibodies, but not the TPO. Either way, they only have one of the antibodies, not both for the thyroid, which I don't understand, but it is what it is. So there's that ZRT story. You can get all the hormones plus a lipid panel, plus a blood sugar, the blood sugar markers, plus HSCRP for your inflammation marker specifically, and throw on some vitamin D. And you have a very comprehensive hormone profile with blood sugar because you always need your blood sugar when you're talking about hormones. And vitamin D, as you all know, I'm a big fan of vitamin D. So the female comprehensive profile one plus the cardiometabolic profile Plus the addition of vitamin D, that is my go-to. Now, what I am doing, and what you all know, what I've been doing, is just pulling regular blood, um, regular medical records, p- tests that people already have done. Why? It saves a lot of time and saves a lot of money. You already have that information. You already have the answers. You just need the right person reading them. And a lot of times, hormones are a piece of that, and they often see hormones with the with the medical records I do request but if someone were to ask me I want to get my hormones tested how do I do that I would go through zrt so zrt is my panel of choice my lab testing location of choice but I'm also aware of this panel called the Dutch test this lab company I should say called the Dutch test and I got into the Dutch test when I was first starting practice actually, Someone introduced me to it and I was like, oh, that's really cool. You know, these estrogen metabolites, that's cool. The more I've researched into it and the more I've looked into it, I'm just not believing that that's as accurate as a hormone sample as possible. Now, the reason why is because this is a urine sample. And I've sat in on multiple seminars where this exact test has been the topic of discussion just whether it's amongst the clinicians in the room or whether the instructor is dropping a clinical pearl. But the Dutch test with the urine sample is not my go-to for hormone testing. Unfortunately, it is for, it's not. I shouldn't say unfortunately, because getting hormone tests are better than nothing especially when they're giving out bioidentical hormones, which I've seen people give out in huge doses and not have any testing to back it up. So some testing is better than none. But when it comes to a urine sample for hormone testing, the Dutch marketing is very genius. And I don't want to get into the nitty gritty details of it because we don't care. The bottom line is, is if you're thinking about getting a Dutch test, See if you can find a practitioner who has a ZRT panel instead. And I just, the reason why I say that and why I recommend that is because a urine sample for hormones isn't an accurate sample in what your hormones are doing inside the bloodstream. What hormones are available to you? Inside the urine sample, you're getting hormones that have gone through your reproductive system, your GI system your blood, and now they're being excreted. So they've gone through all of the kidneys and whatever is left. So it's literally whatever has been broken down and is ready for elimination. That's what you're getting in a urine sample with the Dutch test. Now I do know some history between the Dutch, how it was founded and how ZRT was founded. Thanks to some lovely conversations with some clinicians at an IFM conference. So, But I don't think that's important to get into right now. The bottom line is, get blood work, get a saliva test that has four different samples throughout the day. So you can actually see what your saliva, your cortisol curve is doing throughout the day. That's all going to come in a ZRT panel. The Dutch test is, like I said, a urine sample. And you're going to get whatever is being excreted, broken down and eliminated from a hormone standpoint, and I don't find it as accurate as finding what are the hormones in the blood. Let's use estrogen, for example. Estrogen has to go, I mean, they all have to go into the liver. They hang out in the liver for a while. If your liver has time to break them down, great. It does that. If it's too busy dealing with other stuff, they're going to hang out for a while. And then nothing happens to them, so they'll just go back into the bloodstream, which is very common with high estrogen or estrogen dominance. And that is more of a factor for high, heavy, painful periods that can ultimately lead up to endometriosis. But as far as a lab testing, you're not going to get that if it's a urine sample because the estrogen never made it to the urinary tract. It got stopped in the liver and then it just decided to go back in the bloodstream because nothing was happening to it. So, that's my two cents on hormone testing, lab testing for hormones. ZRT panel is the best. I would go with your regular blood work, but be sure that you're getting all of the puzzle pieces. And when it comes to cortisol sample, one doesn't cut it. You need multiple throughout the day so that you can identify whether your hormone, your cortisol levels are really high all day long, whether they're inversed, like they're low in the morning and high at night, or you're flatlined and you have no energy. Those are all pieces that you're not going to get unless you have a four-sample saliva test. All right, my voice is about gone, but you have everything you need to take these tools that I've not provided you Get the most accurate hormone testing done. Be sure you get complete hormone testing and don't be taking hormones unless you're getting testing. And when I get testing done or when I recommend getting testing done, and if you're on hormones, no, definitely take note of what your primary care doc says. But I like to be hormone clear for like 24, 48 hours before I take a lab test. However, that being said, if you're on things like pellets, you can't just... Eliminate a pellet out of your body. And then a second side note here, as my voice is trailing off, when it comes to taking hormone replacement therapy and birth control, I like to go after taking hormones as close to the reproductive system as possible because that's what's producing the hormones. So if you're having to ingest them and they have to go through the GI tract before they can even get to the bloodstream, which then transports them to the reproductive system, you're going to have to take some high doses of those hormones, whatever hormone it is, in order to get a dose that your reproductive system needs. So whether it's birth control, whether it's hormone replacement therapy, use them as close to your reproductive organs as possible. I know one, the Nuva ring is very good at this for birth control. And two, the vaginal creams are really good at getting... Close to the reproductive system. So you don't have to use such high doses as you would, like I said, going through the GI tract or something else. Patches. I mean, patches are patches. Again, get as close to the reproductive system as possible. Get accurate lab testing done. Get comprehensive lab testing done. Don't just get your hormones. Be sure you're getting all the other blood work that we've talked about as well. And, um, make sure you share this with your friends because we women have hormone chaos. Blood sugar is the underlying factor for all of it. Men have hormone chaos too. It's not just low testosterone. So get a testosterone pellet. There are other options. There are ways to reboot your hormones and help your body produce them again. But it's, let's not even go there. I'll keep my mouth shut. All right, guys. You enjoy i'm gonna go take care of me myself and my family who kids are doing great mom and dad now have been hit so the joys of being human share this with your friends and i'll see you soon hey everyone dr kylie here i'm with one of my favorite patients and she's 31, just like me. We've been going over her health, working with her for probably about 10 months now. And I just want her to share a little bit of her story. So, Brandy, thanks for joining us. And if you could tell us what was the problem you were having before we worked together,
1: it'd probably be easier to say what problems I wasn't having. I'm happy. <laughs> um, I was dealing with a lot of chronic pain and fatigue and I had some, um, unexplained health problems and my airway was creating scar tissue and it was idiopathic. So there was no cause. So they couldn't treat what was causing it. And I had had three surgeries in about a year's time and all along over figuring out what was wrong with my breathing over the past probably five years, just like things like pain and fatigue and brain fog just kept getting worse and worse. And then I started having breathing problems about a year before we figured out what was going on. And every time all those symptoms flared up of the pain and the fatigue and lots of other things it just kept getting worse as the breathing got worse. And um, anyways, things just flare up and get worse. And then I feel okay for a minute and I think, oh good, I'm doing great because I'm working out and eating healthy. But then I burn out a few months later and it's just been the pattern for several years.
0: So walk us through what it was like, because I know you've done the Western medicine route, you've done herbal routes. Walk us through what your experience was a few years ago. With trying to get these things solved? So for a few years
1: I just got told, like, so I have hypothyroidism. I've got diagnosed with that when I was 19 years old. And so anytime I was tired, I just figured I needed my levels checked for my thyroid, especially after having babies. And and after I Would get my blood work done, they would just tell me, Oh, everything's normal. You just must be a busy mom. You're just tired. I hear that a lot from young moms. And I just always knew there was something more to it, but we can't figure anything out. So I would think, Okay, maybe I need to exercise. Maybe I need to change my diet and it'll fix the problem. And initially, I would feel better because I would get like a new burst of energy, I think, from working out. But then I would just burn out a couple months later. And So we did that for several years and then I actually lost a bunch of weight and was feeling pretty good because I cut out like lots of processed foods and had a pretty clean diet and energy wise I was feeling good, but I couldn't breathe. And so we just thought I had asthma and then I started, the breathing was getting worse and worse to where I just couldn't even get up to do anything and my diet suffered. And so I just thought, oh, it's because I'm eating crappy. And then we figured out the breathing problem. And when they told me that it was idiopathic and I may need surgery like every three months or every couple of years, I wasn't going to settle for that. So I met a, one of my friends does herbal supplements. And I started working with some herbalists and spending a lot of money on supplements. And I would start to feel like, oh, this is helping a bit for a few weeks. And then I would have all these horrible symptoms and they would just tell me it's detoxing. And after I think about nine months of doing that, I just wasn't going to keep spending money to do that. So I stopped doing that. And then we spent probably a year of just trying to eat healthy again and exercising again and... I just got more and more discouraged because I just all my symptoms were getting worse and that's when I discovered you.
0: <laughs> now when you say you spent a lot of money, how much was it? Probably several thousand dollars. Several thousand dollars on on supplements? On supplements, yes. How much how money have you spent with me on my supplements? Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty simple. <laughs> Um, I try to keep it around 150 a month. Now I do a pretty dang good job about it. So you're probably about, I don't know, 1,200 up to this. Yep. How they worked for you? Really good. <laughs> and
1: so before I would take, when I was doing those herbs, I would take like a handful of pills four times a day. Four times a day? Yep. Holy smokes. And I would take hands handfuls like there were times when I would take like t- 20 pills at a time
0: I'm not willing to do that so <laughs> I, if, I wouldn't require somebody else to do that
1: <laughs> and and I will say like some of the herbs I use just for like treating acute symptoms like if you're getting a cold they would help pretty quick but as far as like long underlying health issues it didn't really do any good
0: (laughs) yeah so you said you also mentioned how your labs just like you kept getting told that your thyroid labs were normal and it's just because you're a mom um i know i pulled your labs based off of your labs we were able to take those normal labs and convert them into your personalized treatment plan by figuring out what was the problem Um, So that was one thing that was different, which is what I specialize in. And then the second thing is just the functional medicine approach. Yes, detox is important, but it's not the only problem. So walk us through a couple pieces of what you've experienced through treatment.
1: Treatment with you? Yeah. Okay. So I've taken maybe four things at a time, four different types of supplements over the past nine or 10 months now like that now and usually it's like four pills or maybe six pills maybe two times a day (laughs) so that's been awesome but I could I could tell that they were like making a difference in my health immediately I think it was only like two or three months in when we started working on the gut health that I started feeling a huge difference in my energy levels and then we I think four months in like for the first time in years I could walk around without wanting to cry because my feet hurt so bad what about your hair oh so my hair has fallen out like crazy for years and about I don't know three or four months ago was that that I told you Uh, I noticed my hair has like it's normal to shed a little bit, but gosh, I would lose like handfuls every time I showered and I could tell that my hair was thinning. And now I have so many baby hairs throughout my whole head. And the last yeah, time I went and got my hair done, my cousin's like, wow, oh my gosh, there's so much baby hairs all over your head.
0: You me a picture falling out. Time yep. With all these little hairs. I have all these little hairs now from postpartum stuff. Yep.
1: And I'm like, yeah, yes, I like a- thinning so thinning I have had like postpartum type hair loss for five years. (laughs)
0: Not anymore.
1: Yep. And it's still like that. Every time I shower, I go, oh my gosh, I lost hardly any hair. (laughs) So exciting.
0: (laughs) What about the last time you went to your um, throat doctor? What did he say?
1: It looks normal. He said, well, I don't see any narrowing. So I guess just keep, keep on keeping on. And if you ever have a problem, let me know.
0: And before that, how many surgeries had you have had?
1: I had three surgeries. How many months? So the first one, so I had one, and my airway was 95% closed when they went in for surgery. And then about two months later, I could feel that it was closing again, and I was kind of in denial. So I would have needed surgery like then, but I put it off for a few months. So five months after the first one, And then it was about 10 months after that second one that I had the third
0: surgery. And now no more surgeries. No more. And your doc said it looks clear. Yep. Just so you all know, I didn't do anything to treat that. We just got her to a healthy body. That's all. Okay, Brandy, last question. What would you tell somebody starting thinking about starting on this journey?
1: Just start it right away. <laughs> Don't even think about it. Before you keep do wasting it. more money. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel so much better. This summer I went on a vacation with my husband and we went camping. And before, when I would go do things, I would just need naps and I couldn't like hard to keep up. And I hiked all around and hiked up and around the mountain all over for a week straight and I kept up just fine
0: that's so cool what about now you've been able to get back to work
1: yep I've been working and I've been able to come home and still take care of my kids and cook
0: dinner I need to take some of my own medicine right now (laughs) (laughs) all right right. thank you you're welcome (laughs) and that's a wrap now I would ask one thing of you Will you please write a review? I would be very grateful for it. And after you write your review, in fact, I'm going to give you access to my 60 minute thyroid workshop. Why are my thyroid labs normal yet? I feel like crap for free on me simply for just taking a couple minutes and writing us a review. So somebody else can find it and learn more about answers, healing and hope from those normal labs, just like you are. So once again, please leave a review and then go to drkileyburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code, and you've got access to the 60 minute thyroid workshop on me for free. Thank you.